Hello. Hello. Welcome to the tsunami podcast. It's 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 spoonami. It's spoonami. Spoonami. Okay. Yes. Yes. Episode three. Matt, Jack, and Jackie in the office chilling. Spoonami. Episode three. Welcome back, everybody. We have a fun variety of topics we're going to cover today, along with um, a guest at the very end. Uh, So look forward to that. But to kick off our information session, we have Jackie. Yes, and this week for news, the Seahawks was playing against the Falcon. <gasps> really? Ka-ka! We could have won with our backup of team. Of But unfortunately, we did exquisite the first half. First they did half. not score any points. And then they came back, but at the end, we won. So that's all that matters. Wow. Another thing that have typed us for the last couple weeks was the Kanye album that he delayed. And so, honestly, honest opinions of the album. Five second take, Jackie, go. Album of the year, hands down. Album of the year. Album Ooh. of the year, that's pretty... That's gutsy. That's a, that's a, that's a high bar. I mean, there have been a lot of albums, but... <laughs> I don't know. I'll say, like, unexpectedly wholesome and just... It definitely, Complete. for me, it caught me off guard. Yeah. I uh, didn't know what to expect. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of hype building up to it. But, I don't know, just hearing the information about how it was made and, like, uh, how Kanye went about preparing for it, that, like, along with, I think it's it's a really good album, but I think that paired with how it was prepared and just the methods that he took to make it the album that it is also added to that quite a bit. And the production was really good. We had a chance to listen to Fine Art Center where Sharpen Lunch is held at every Tuesday from noon to 1. Directly after Chapel. Chapel is from 11 a.m. to 12 uh, 11, every 10. Tuesday. Yeah, 11, 10, excuse me. Directly it's following okay. Chapel in the Fine Center is Sharpen Lunch. So make sure to stop on by. Sometimes we'll be bopping some Kanye. We'll be playing some other things. You never know. Mm-hmm. This week we had... Kind stir of a fry. deconstructed stir fry. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of chicken and tofu stir fry. The rice cooker didn't work. Yeah, rip. It was kind of awkward. But you know, we might be able to do rice next time. A lot of rice with cleaner rice too. But yeah. But anyway, back to Kanye. Back to Kanye. They had mm. a really good audio system. Those expensive ones that we cannot afford. And we finally we listened it really close, and there was just a lot of layers in his music, and I just thought like, wow. Usually gospel music is just your basic drum, guitar, piano, maybe a triangle here and there, and a lot of vocal. And one thing that you pointed out to me today was when you were listening to the song Water, right? Yeah. It was something that I hadn't heard prior to listening to it today in the Fine Center was the sound of the like ocean waves almost in the back, which I love. I love thinking about musicians trying to create these. Nature Yeah, natureful nature sounds that aren't like from a, a normal instrument or the normal way you would use an instrument so i think that's really cool and uh last thing we're gonna go talk about is close on sunday you're my chick-fil-a how's that lyric make you feel i mean the lyric makes it just a little less wholesome than it could have been but i think kanye uh, gets the award for cheesiest lyric of the year that's for sure that little piece catches me off guard every time. It's like, oh yeah, that's in this song. I mean, it's still unexpected, so yeah, it's. Yeah. We're kind of going off of, of the the music. Jackie and I got the chance to go see the IMAX experience for the album. Yes, it's it's the same name, 
as an album, but it doesn't play any. It only plays one of the songs. Spoilers, sorry. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Spoilers. Right, yes, it only had one of his songs in his newest album. But aside from that, it was just a. It was like a montage, almost a different like a montage from... artistic production of a gospel choir, and it was only like 30, 30 35 minutes long. Yeah, so it, it was, was very, it was very so interesting. Good. So if you ever have the chance, hopefully by the time this is up, you don't, you probably miss the chance. But I would really recommend that if you ever want to watch this in the future, have really good audio because the audio made the whole thing. It's one of those things where it makes sense to watch it in like a surround sound large yes. situation. It's almost like not worth it to just stream it on your, your laptop and if you want <laughs> around because it's like, yeah. unless you have pretty, I, I'd say if you have really good headphones, you have high quality over the year headphones, then that, yeah. would, that would make it worth it. It was definitely an experience. I appreciate that they called it an experience and not like, I don't know, yeah. a movie or something like it's that. It's called comedy film rather than comedy <laughs> movie, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know, shout out to him. He did a good job. He killed it. You know, it was a little bit costly for some people. And question we, of the week. Yes, Matt, what is the question of the week that we came up with? Well, let's see. Yeah, so the question of the week. See, we're in week, what's it, five? Yeah, right beginning now? Of week five currently. Oh, wow. So, yeah, right now, I mean, if you're listening to this, it'll probably be week six. There is some. Uh, nonetheless. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah, but nonetheless, this is a midterm season that we're in right now so my question i guess will just be how how do you like prep for midterms you know do you just like lock yourself in the room do you just go out to the library do you listen to kanye or do you listen to <laughs> instrumental honestly like everyone does it differently so what what's your approach jackie what 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 is do you listen to music when you yes prepare? i listen to really chill relaxing lo-fis on youtube if you don't already know, there's like a lo-fi chill beat that is streamed 24-7. And then that's where you get... So that's your like go-to. That's it's like something that helps me sleep, help me study. But then if I really try to focus, sometimes classical music, that's five hours long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And other times, something emotional like R&B. It just depends how focused I need to be. Depends on your mood and, and what kind of material you're working with yeah. and things like that. What about you, Matt? I, I kind of like a go against like everything that most people I feel like would listen to for studying if I'm working out or if I'm just like sitting down at a desk like writing a paper I'll blast my, my music I don't care like Foo Fighters Linkin Park maybe some 41 just like anything with skillets I don't care it's like just high intense energy like going all about all out yeah all out and I would say for my habits that I have, I, I like to think that I can study with music on, but usually I can't. Usually I, I get distracted uh, because if I'm playing music, it means I'm checking my phone, and then if I'm checking mm. my phone, I get distracted. So usually what I have to do is is find a way to like either put my phone across the room somewhere so I'm not looking at it, and then I just buckle down for a good couple nights and, and prior to whether it's a test or an exam or like a, a paper or something like that yeah it depends but I'll, I'll usually just buckle down and i can study pretty well as long as I'm, i don't have my phone nearby and i think a lot of people can relate with that because yeah. <laughs> our phones are pretty distracting and also, sure. also i think the most important thing is find an environment that you can feel productive yeah in. definitely whether or not that could be having friends around who will keep you accountable because i noticed there are times where i study with people I want to grab my phone, but then I look up and I'm like, oh, my friend's studying pretty hard. 
that would just discourage me from touching my phone. And that's a way to have someone who's accountable and having a great environment. Just like visually or psychologically accountable. All right, so now we're going to move into our special like guest speaker of the day. Their name is Aaron. Aaron is, is another member of the Sharpen Core team. Just along the talk about just, you know, finding a place that's just comfortable and like fitting for you and belonging. I think, yeah, the discussions that we'll have like with Aaron will touch on that subject of just belonging, but in terms not of studying, but with identity. Um, especially with gender and sexuality. Very cool. Matt, Jack, and Jackie in the office, chillin'! Spoonami. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Spoonami podcast. Right now, we are joined by, by a very special guest, another core member of the Sharpen team, Aaron. Hello. So, Aaron, uh, first off, can you introduce yourself, maybe a few things about what you're doing here at SVU? Uh, okay. Hello, my name is Erin. I'm one of the core members of Sharpen, and I'm a double major in engineering and ecology. Very cool, very cool. What are some interests, you could say, that you have? Ooh, I'm a big anime fan. Okay, very cool. Okay. Uh, Real quick, on the spot. Oh, okay. Top three recommend. Not your favorite animes, but just the three recommendations you have right now. Uh, March Comes Like a Lion. It's okay. really good. There's this one called Chihaya Furu. It's really good. And Noragami. Very which, cool. Well, we will definitely come back to that because I am an anime fan as well. Mm. We do have some topics we want to cover today that we uh, uh, talked about earlier prior to the broadcast. First, if you could talk about how you identify and explain that to the the listeners a little bit. Yes, um, I'm non-binary, so I go by they, them pronouns. And so my gender identity is neither male nor female. Gotcha. And that's pretty much what Mm non-binary means, right? Yeah. Very cool. So our first question about that is... Why is the use of pronouns and respecting people's preferences so important? Ooh, it all comes down to uh, what we call dysphoria. Um, So being called by our birth pronouns or birth name causes a intense amount of distress. And it's so it's very nice to be called, be called what we prefer. It's, um, it makes, it makes us feel better. So it's just, it's just something like that. Yeah. And you said that, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, gender dysphoria? Yes. Yeah, do you mind yeah. explaining that um, a little bit? So dysphoria is sort of the feeling that how like how we're, we were born physically, it doesn't match up with our mental gender. Gotcha. And that can yeah. obviously take many shapes yeah, and it's, for it's, different it's, people. It's a lot. Yeah. Gotcha. Very cool. Matt, did you have a... Or I can ask the I question, I don't too. know. It's... Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think the next... It, it feels... I don't know. It feels like... It feels like kind of forced to just, like, go, like, through a list of questions. Yeah, for sure. For that one. Um, when did you... When did you find out about mm-hmm. a certain point... When was, was there a certain point in your life where you're like, yeah. oh, this is... I'm actually not what my parents or what the society identify me as. Ooh, okay. Well, the signs showed up once I hit puberty. But I didn't know what they meant, mm. so and I, I just assumed I was just a non-conforming girl, right? That I was just rebelling against society. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, I believe, last winter did I actually have to address it. A lot of times people, I, I found, uh, that people are able to figure out their gender identity by now that we had the internet. Mm. So now that mm. we're able to talk to people anonymously, we're able to create 
are the image that we want people to see and we're able to find what we really want. And I was um, I was raised in a family that did not encourage talking to strangers online. <laughs> I don't think many parents yeah. encourage that, but, but you, my parents you know, were my especially. parents. My parents were had a particular vice grip over it. Gotcha. Um, so it wasn't until last year did I actually, I think that was the first time I ever talked to strangers online through a mobile app actually, <laughs> and that through um, through circumstances it, it they believed I was a guy. And so I rolled with it and discovered, hmm. and that's how I discovered that when I was online, all of a sudden there was this happy feeling, and then when, when I was not online, there was just this uh, there was just this overbearing unhappy feeling, and I realized that wasn't new. It was just that for the first time in my life, I was alleviated from something I didn't know I had. Mm. Wow, that's... kind of coming into something that felt right. It just felt correct. Yeah. for the first time. And for the listener out there who also wants this resource, what is the website that? No, no, that was just some. That was just me. Uh, it was. Just, it was. It's not specified. No. It was just, oh, it was just me talking on the internet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. I thought there was an app, but it was no. allowed to be anonymous and kind of shape. <laughs> it, it was Discord. Yeah. So like. Yeah. I mean, Discord. Discord. <laughs> Yay, Discord. <laughs> yeah, I um, I use the analogy. It's kind of like if you've never seen the sun before. Like, you wouldn't know what the sun felt like because you've always been in the dark. And now all of a sudden, you're in the sun, but then you have to leave it, and it feels a lot darker. Oh. That's what that's what that felt like. Yeah. So that's how I started my journey. Also, another thing that kicked it off was when I was telling I was telling a friend of mine that, hey, everyone online thinks I'm a guy. Ha ha, isn't that cool? And she was like, oh, when are you going to tell them? Right? Because when are you going to tell them you fooled them? And I realized I never wanted them to know. And that was the first step to me to realize, wait, I like that a lot better. And so I moved. I've been moving towards more masculine ever since. Okay. That's, yeah. Has that, like, changed your lifestyle? Or you're just, like, still living, being yourself, but you're just, your pronouns that? Uh, the name changed. The name changed, the pronouns, and I actually got to go shopping for men's clothes. So that was cool. What was that experience like for the first time? Oh, that was great. Pockets are great now. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Yay. And, like, the shirts are, like, loose now. It's it's good. I Because my parents always got me clothes that fit me. But like they fit my they feminine really fit, really yeah. fit me, and I was like, no. So it was nice. Deep pockets are very nice. That's for sure. Yeah. You can smuggle a lot of candy into movie theaters that way. Yeah. I'm not condoning that, but Don't I'm just saying, yes. just saying it can be done. I will never wear skinny jeans again. Never and I, and again. I don't blame you. Honestly. Uh, I actually like skinny jeans. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you have guy well, legs though. That's different. Uh, okay. <laughs> skinny jeans look good on you too, Jackie. So you know you can <laughs> right? <laughs> and Aaron, follow up with that, has your parents or family or relatives been supportive of It's been interesting because they're not they're not homophobic or transphobic in any way. Like when I was younger, they told us they're like, Oh, if like one of you turns out to be gay like me and my brother. So if one of you guys turn out to be gay, we'll love you no matter what. But I think they thought they were all in the clear once we left high school. Um, surprise. <laughs> surprise. I'm a big boomer. Um, yeah. So they were a little blindsided by that. And also I thought I was a trans guy at the beginning and they were like, You're not a guy and so we had that fight. So non binary is a better label. We've had fights over it, but it's not really been sort of a sort of a like not how to explain it. It's more it's more in the sense of like them wanting to understand and yeah 
in a sense before letting me do anything. So it's exhausting because every single small step I have to debate and convince them. But at it's least, kind of an uphill battle in every yeah, situation. Yeah, it's an uphill like battle. It's just not an impossible one, which is, I guess, mm. is the difference. Yeah, I mean, my parents still call, they still call me my name, my birth name. They still call me my birth pronouns and stuff. I haven't really got them to get on that train yet, but I was able to get male clothes, so. That's, that's, that's progress. Progress, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's powerful. I, I don't know, I was just wondering, like, if your family has been, like, a little bit, like, rigid. Have there been people, maybe just, like, friends or other, like, supporters or people you could, like, turn to and, like, talk about this stuff, even, like, before you really, like, knew what it was? <coughs> Besides the Discord, no. Maybe. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who sort of gave, like, blind support. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, I didn't have to explain it to them. They just accept me anyways. Right. The, so that was one camp. And then the other camp were the friends that disagreed. So it was more of this, the general acceptance or disagreement was mm-hmm. what I got. I think I have one friend who also identifies with a non-binary gender who was like by my side and helped me through all of it. But most of my friends, most of it, I sent to separated it from my friends other than just explaining what was in my thought process. Yeah, it's mostly carrying them through it, but they didn't ask. I just brought them through it anyways. And the ones who did disagree ended up not being my friends anymore. So... And that, that's kind of a choice that has to be made, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they drifted away from me, so... Yeah. Yeah. If you have an advice for a listener out there, like, how did you overcome mm-hmm. certain part of this process? And is there certain things that you wish you knew or someone had told you that would have helped you? get to the point Ooh, I mean I did have the internet the internet was very helpful <laughs> very powerful tool. internet yes. was helpful um, so use the internet it's hmm, I guess sort of the sort of the idea that like it's okay to be wrong sometimes if you end up like how I thought I was a trans guy but I'm actually non-binary I came out as a trans guy had everyone change my name or pronouns and then had to come out again as non-binary and have everyone change my name or pronouns again so like I actually have two name changes and so it's okay to like have that sort of growth process even though you have to bring people with with you everyone's growing and you're learning more and more about yourself so so it's okay to not get it right the first time it's all part of the discovering yeah i like that i have a question as far as jackie mad myself i think this is not necessarily new because we've all grown up in this this generation Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily something that everybody's around so how can people outside the community be supportive of, of you or anybody else kind of going through this self-discovery? Mm. I guess respecting the name and pronouns is kind of the first thing. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a lot of people who aren't in the community, I think, do underestimate their importance. Mm. And so, yeah, having to constantly fight for people to, to use just like a different name Mm-hmm. Is um, can be very exhausting. So that's a, a nice weight off of our shoulders. That's like the first step. I saw this good quote the other day about the idea that like you don't have to understand something to respect it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't believe that... I believe respect should come first. And then we should strive for it to understand. And not mm-hmm. have to go understand in order to attain respect. I like that a lot. Yeah. Can be applied in all of it, a lot of things. Yeah, that, that can be applied to so many different things, but I like mm-hmm. I like the use there. So transitioning back oh, okay. to um, 
we're not great with transitions, as you oh, can see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, going back to anime, what has been some of your most recent shows that you've watched? Good or bad? Ooh, okay. Because um, I watched some shows recently that I regret watching. <laughs> Just feel like a waste of time, you know. Um, so. The good place. No, no, no that's, a, that's not an anime. That's a um, live but, action English but show. You watched um, it, right? I did. It, the last season's coming out. It's very good. <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but um, anime, though. Uh, and then what would be one that you would recommend for, that you've recently seen? Recently. It's kind of hard, I know, with school. And yeah, I haven't... We've I, all been busy. Um, Cells at Work, I recently watched. It came out a little while back. Yeah, but it came, it was, like, yeah. I think, like, a season or two ago. Yeah, I watched that one, uh, finally. That was, that was good. For those who don't know, that's an anime basically about... It's the human kind of, body. The human body. It's, it's, which, it sounds stranger than it is, but it's basically like our cells, like our, our blood cells are like little... Anime characters. Anime characters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, right? What? <laughs> you, you can laugh. It's okay. Yeah, I'm so confused. Um, they personified all, this, all the cells in the bloodstream. Okay. Yeah. And the, yeah. 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 So what, it's really like, good. What streaming, like... Services you use. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. So I'm, a, I'm a sub person. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Is oh. that a premium? Ah, uh, no. I just use AdBlocker, but they got around it now. <laughs> <laughs> See, like my roommate and I, we use Firefox, mm. and we watch Crunchyroll on that, and Firefox will like skip the ads for us. Because <gasps> yeah. okay, cool. AdBlock there with Firefox, there's like an extra block. Man, we are never gonna get monetized. <laughs> yes, yeah, because we're nice. talking about AdBlockers. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to sponsor us, contact us. Yeah, maybe ad, maybe AdBlock will just sponsor us. <laughs> AdBlock. Somehow. This is a lot of content you just threw out. And is there any questions or any last remarks you want to make to the listener to just maybe offer them a solution? They can come to you for support or... <laughs> I mean, if there is anyone in the SBU community who needs to talk to someone like me, I, I am a student leader, you can come find me. Or outside I, of SBU. Or outside <laughs> SBU if you're not in there. I'm also here. But yeah, just be yourself. I love Whoever that. that is. Very cool. Well, thank you, Aaron. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. And traditionally, we always ask our guests, is there a question for us? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Elias was on last time, right? Yes. Yeah. He may have already asked this question. I, I'm not quite sure. Did he ask about pineapples and pizza yet? He did not. He did oh, not. No. Okay, do you like pineapples and pizza? I'm going to start off with a hard no. I don't enjoy the idea of fruit on my pizza in general. Unless it's specifically a dessert pizza, then I can maybe get around to it. I mean... Mr. I like I like the I like the taste, but I still don't like I still don't like the concept. You know, I can still like enjoy the food, but then just mm-hmm. not really like the fact that it exists in the first place, because oh, yeah. Aaron, why are you trying to like demonetize our podcast? <laughs> you're trying I'm to sorry. Start, like, <laughs> that Papa John's yeah, you're trying to like beef us, just like separate us. I, there goes our but, pizza spot. I, but I think for sure, like pineapple is okay, and some people make a big deal out of it. They sprinkle that, like, Liham sauce. What do you call that? Like, like the Hawaiian. It's like uh-huh. a Pacific Islander. Yeah, Liham Moy. Whatever he said. Say it one more time. Say it louder. Louder. A little bit louder. I think we were talking over Let here. Me, I'll, I'll, I'll find it for you. Yes, it's, it's like a special Lee sauce that makes the pineapple sour and extra sweet. Ooh. What What is your opinion on? But I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. You mean you're 
passive about it. Yeah, you like if it's on my pizza, I'll eat it. If it's not on my pizza, it's okay. Oh. Like I just, I wouldn't go out to put it on my pizza, but if it was if, on if my it's pizza, there, you'll I would eat it. Very, very good. I, I think that's fair. Well, Jack, would that work for you? For example, if they serve you with pineapples, would you just take it out and eat it as so so fruits? I am willing to. If that is all that is being served, is pineapple, pineapple on pizza, I will remove the pineapple. You can still kind of get that little bit of pineapple hint on the on the pizza, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's not as bad because it's not the texture. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big thing is texture when it comes to foods. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can make or break the food for me. So if the texture of the pineapple isn't there, like I can I can brave through it. <laughs> that was a very good question. Thank you. Yeah, that surprisingly had a good, pretty good discussion here. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, thank you again for coming on to our podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Right. Matt, Jack, and Jackie in the office chilling. Spoonami. Well, guys, I hope that was really informational today with Aaron. Jackie, get off Snapchat. Dude, guys, I'm come s- on, come on. Okay, don't. Okay. Jackie's a little distracted right now. He's hungry. But yeah, definitely, we want to thank you guys for listening in. Really quick before we go, we have some shout outs, as always. So as take always. it away, Jackie. A uh, shout out to Rena for coming up with some of the questions with Jack. The best. Okay. No comment. And then shout out to Kayla for being the mom that feeds all of us and, you know, trying to help me gain a lot of unnecessary weight to our number one fan. Sarah, we love you. Shout out to Sarah. All right. Um, oh, hey, guess what? I actually have people this time, you know, that I want to give shout outs to. Very good, Matt. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I should... Who is it? We're going to cut that out. Okay, so... Um, fine, fine. Um, yeah, so shout out, well, first to, like, the group and Catalyst, as well as Metcha for throwing an, a memorable and amazing multicultural night of worship last Wednesday. And also, like, yeah, special shout-out to Maria Garcia because she was, like, she spearheaded um, Catalyst pretty much, like, herself and organized a lot of these things. So that went on to the worship. So shout-outs to them. And Latreya for having yes, their Latreya. Latreya had, yeah, engagement day, <laughs> and yes. that went well. Yep. And finally, I just want to shout-out Aaron again for coming onto the podcast, talking about a lot of things that aren't easy to talk about, and so I have... I think we all have a lot of respect for uh, Aaron for being able to do that. And then on top of that, you know, shout out to my volleyball team again. I will keep shouting out this volleyball team until we get a massive crowd coming. Shout out to Jackie for forgetting what time it was at and not showing up this last week. Uh, Showed up late, okay? But we still love him anyways. All right. We'd like to thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to the podcast. We will catch you next week on the Spoonami podcast. And next week, it's going to be a treat.